early. Officially we live, man. Early. Here. Episode 63. Uh, 63. We're live. Yes, sir. Another great Friday. Sure is. You know what I'm saying? We got a special guest, Ish Millie, t- uh tapping in with got us ish. a little yes, later. Sir. You know what I'm saying? So I'm excited about that. Um, I feel like there's a lot of dope things happening in crypto right now. For sure, man. Um, Eight coin. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly. Dropping you know us. I think that's the biggest it's thing. It's crazy. Right you know what I'm saying? So we're definitely i'm definitely looking forward to seeing what he's got to say about all things happening and then that included for sure, for but sure. um but we also in the throes of march madness we're in the throes right? of march right. madness yeah, right yeah, now dog know. the madness has begun bro um fucking iowa lost yesterday to a team that they were not supposed to lose to i think i want to i want to see uh what they were actually yeah uh, and, get, and you know get get me here like i'm not i'm not i'm not I'm not too aware at all to yeah. who the favorites are, what yeah, brackets so, got busted. Um, I, know, I do bro. know 1%, like 1.4% yeah. of all brackets are still like, intact, like yeah. 700 out of a 1.4 million. So yeah. yeah, I even joined on ESPN that was like, uh, there's like 700 left out of 17 million. You know what I'm okay. saying? Yeah. Okay, seventeen. So like, okay, I got yeah, that. I got yeah, that number wrong. Yeah. I probably well, thought you said one point seven. Yeah, no, but you probably maybe saw a decibel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, crazy. nah, uh, right here, fifteenth uh, seed St. Peter's beat second St. Peter's Kentucky. You know I'm what I'm saying? Um, shout out, shout out to them boys. Yeah, shout out to because like I feel like um, I feel like over the last couple years, mm-hmm. um, it's definitely been like askew since like COVID and stuff like that. But the last few tournaments, there haven't been like early round like crazy upsets you know what okay. i'm saying okay we're um but we got a we had two yesterday and that was Any the first day. so like oh, oh so in, I, i'm yeah, interested yeah, yeah. like in march madness are you like parlay city so, or does it yeah, not change it's just even, there's a lot more options to choose for from me now. i haven't even uh yeah i've been doing i yesterday i did uh two parlays and uh one hit you know what i'm saying so that was good the other one i missed by like two games so okay. um i yeah, I, I had a, I had a joint that was like Murray State, uh, Georgia State to cover, not lose by more than twenty two points. You right, know what I'm saying they right. lost by twenty one, so that was good. You know what I'm saying? Um, and they were actually about to stun Gonzaga. Like they were, it was tied oh, going into halftime. Yeah, it was tied going into halftime, and everybody was like, "If Gonzaga loses this fucking game, <laughs> you know what yeah, I'm saying?" Um, but I had I had I had on my bet for them to cover, so like I was happy with that you know what i'm saying if they right. win or if they don't lose by more than 21 points or 22 points that shit was it's covers for me so that one hit um but i like there's some joints i like for today as well you know what i'm saying if anybody's hey, you know what i'm saying looking at if anybody's looking at their uh you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah, yeah. best to play go for today i do, i love uh i love loyola you know what i'm saying they're playing against ohio state and um ohio state's all right but loyola has been good all year so i, I feel like Feel like they could win that one and then texas tech has been nice um i like them they're favored by 15 against uh what's that say jackson no that says uh montana state texas tech is tough like they they're tough i could see them going to like the final four you know what i'm saying like okay. they, they've been nice all year they beat like pretty great teams you know what i'm saying they, they've been consistently nice all year i like them and uh notre dame i think can beat alabama that's kind of my upset alert you know what's um, crazy yeah go just ahead. having you Cause I'm really, I'm really on some disconnected shit from college sports, yeah. as you say. And I'm like, damn, when did this happen? And I'm like, it's actually been a long time, but I won't lie. It was really, I guess, that Zion and Ja Morant year. Like, what year? It was when Zion and Ja was still in the college. Zion, I know when he entered 
Duke, right? Oh, no, he yeah, did he come out of high school. Oh no, he did go to Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Zion, where'd y'all go? Is that Murray State? Murray State. Oh yeah, yeah. In high school, like yeah, yeah. Those are boys and shit. But like, because I guess. Oh, they played high school together. Yeah. Okay. So I guess like when it always comes to collegiate shit, I guess I'm always on some. Yo, where the fuck is the star? Where the star? Star power. I can't watch this game without seeing no who the baller. And I'm sure there is. Nobody say there's some niggas out there balling. I just don't even be knowing. You know what I'm saying? Like I kind of know how teams perform, but I don't necessarily know who's the star players you know right, what i'm saying right. um you know there's chet holmgren for gazaga i'm sure you heard about him tall white yeah, cuz you yeah, never yeah. heard I've of heard, chet holmgren? I've heard, I've heard, he's all over sports center i've heard of him I've heard yeah of him. yeah like the big fundamentalist um, nigga. Yeah, right. yeah 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 uh but he's also got like he's like tall he's like like seven six word like word word tall. okay you know what i'm saying um and he's a freshman so like i think he's gonna come out this year and then oh oh boy that plays for duke i think his name's like paulo or something like that um Paulo Benchero or something, I think his name is. But uh those are like the two stars as as far as like popular wise. But there's there's some dudes who, you know what I'm saying, put up a lot of points that I've only heard of yesterday when I was in the Twitter spaces and like motherfuckers were calling people by name. And I'm just like, oh, like y'all know these kids. Like, you know what I'm right, saying? Like right. I don't I don't really be knowing these kids. I just be knowing like who's doing what. But um, yeah, those are the games that I like for today. And uh yeah, it's been a pretty entertaining March Madness so far. So let's we hope that, you know what I'm saying, that continues. Um, going to the NBA side of things, like, speaking of niggas balling, bro, like, it's been a crazy month of basketball thus far in, yeah, in March, bro. For sure. Um, you got niggas going for, like, 60 points every night on right, every team. Right, yeah, you know right. what I'm saying? Carl Anthony Towns goes for 60 yeah, that boy's stepping up. Kyrie that, Irving goes for 60 That boy's stepping night. up, yeah. Kyrie is more so. Cat? Yeah, Kyrie, I mean, it's not too much of a surprise. It's not a surprise. I know he's capable. Yeah, like, and it's it's great to see, but I know he's capable of that. For real, for like, Kyrie is, yeah, bro, that's a gifted dude with the basketball, for sure. When it comes to Cat, though, I'm like, oh, bro, you at that time, because he makes you kind of like turn your head and be like, yo, what y'all got going over there? Because we might, teams might need to make a play for that guy. Like, you need that guy. I think he's even on the, like, Available, yeah. You know oh, I, like, I, he's available. If you're another, if you're on a, if you're a team outside looking in, and yeah. that's like a position you need, yeah, available. Fuck, go get fuck those words. <laughs> yeah. Is he available now? So what, what do y'all, what do you want? Like, yeah, I'll give you, you this. Let's like, talk. Let's open let's up talk. One hundred percent, because you know <laughs> now they starting to have a little like sliver of hope over there. You know, over in Minnesota, yeah, just in terms yeah. of the, like yeah. it's still a long road, but you can still see, like, oh, let's if we build around this, so the, let's see where they I are think they're right in the throws, they're better than us. They're, they're in the definitely picture. in the picture, they're in the picture, they're in the picture for sure. You know? Yeah, they're at seven, yeah, so man, they're so. leading the, the play in right yeah, now. But the mean, Lakers are at nine. This guy's fucking his step back threes crossing niggas up. Hand, I'm like, yo, bro, yeah. this is this is different. I'm like, we have AD. Yeah, I'm like, yo, my nigga, like, that. yo, bro, yeah. I've never even this show, it's shit really crazy. It's just really crazy, but you know, I digress. Yeah, Fucking, um, um, speaking of the play in tournament, you know what I'm saying? We're coming up on that. I did not know we're Memphis 29 was, and 40. I did not know we're Memphis 29 was second and in the 40. West. The Lakers is 29 and 40, yeah, dog. That's ugly. That's ugly. Yo, Are they not playing 82 games this yo, year? Bro. Are they playing 82 games? You know? I think it's not. I think it's. I think it's eighty-two. They didn't change it here. I think okay. that was just the NFL. But no, I do but think you know, it is. You know, last year was like though. less games because I, I know I mean, they started they, late. The, yeah, exactly. Like no, nah, no, nah, but they didn't start late this time. Okay. But yeah, yeah, man, that's just ugly. I mean, um, they did subtly did change the shit. I mean, this playoff playing game, my nigga, this is new. Yeah, no, hundred percent, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm not necessarily um, mad at it, but and know. that started like during the uh, bubble 
season, right? Yeah. And they just kept it. <laughs> yeah, because because it was a matter of people couldn't even catch their flights over to play yeah. certain games. So yeah. it was like, yeah, we gotta just like level it out. Yeah. We can't um, shit. you know, New Orleans over there sitting at ten. You know what I'm saying? And then the Spurs are kind of like, you know, they're eleven. They might they they could swatch spots with uh, New Orleans, but um, so if the Lakers. So it'll be the Lakers and the Clippers. I don't think the Lakers beat the Clippers in the seven games. Just throw a quick oh, wait, do they, do they do? Do they do? How does the playing tournament work? Is it multiple games or is it just one no, game? No, no, just one game. Okay. One game to get you yeah, MVP. okay. Who you guys MVP? MVP. Uh, right now, it seems like the favorite is Jokic. That's what it seems like the who favorite is. If you, ask, if you ask me who I got, I would like to see John Moran win MVP. <laughs> Honestly, word, word, like, word. I'm, I'm looking right now. Memphis is second, second in the West. I did not know that until yeah. just now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, really they're second, bro. Really like, tough. and he's having a remarkable season. I feel like he doesn't get it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, there's Giannis, there's Embiid, there's Jokic. Yeah, like, I think, I think it's gonna be. I think Jokic's winning it. I think Embiid, if he doesn't win it, I think Embiid would. Yeah, I, I think that too. I think Demar and Ja did have chances. But oh, Demar, yeah. They had chances, and they in the you know in contention. But the closer it gets to it, it's really about like how much you can hold them headlines, how much you can hold them headlines, what the highlights you're doing. Like it's the timing of how you ball it out. Yeah. Obviously, your overall Demar season had his month are gonna be crazy. Demar but had Demar, his month, you, but his month was like a little. To a little, little but early. Early. He, he should be doing yeah. that now. Yeah. Right, <laughs> he should be doing right. that now. Exactly. And then Josh, like you know, if he, Josh had like he's like I feel like Josh out these games with yeah. some highlights and some bangs yeah. and all that. You know what I'm saying? It could change. Bro, did the, you see that the, shit when the nigga the caught the alley oop from the inbound pass? Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. Shot of three as the buzzer. He's that different. was different, he's bro. Different. He's different. Bro. I've never seen anything like that. Like, like forget the dunks. Forget this nigga's head touching the rim and shit like that. I've never seen anything like that inbound oop three like that was so stupid yeah, you know what i'm saying I mean, he's a stupid individual. and i'm just like that's like that's like know. indicative of an mvp type yeah. season if you have everything go your way that's like a that's like a this nigga has everything going his way type of move ai you know and russell westbrook kind of together that's really what we see huh them games put together that's dead i would i would uh really I, I, I saw crazy. i see the the derrick rose comparison a lot and then, yeah the, the jumpies like the jump yeah, yeah that's why i say the westbrook too because i'd be like at that era it's like Rose set it off. I'll give it to you. Yeah. Then Westbrook had his follow up. Like yeah. as soon as he got hit, Westbrook's like, "But yeah, I'm yeah, I'm the most explosive uh, point, point guard, guard now." Yeah, <laughs> literally. literally yeah. You know? But yo, right. I wanted to um before we get um down to this rabbit hole of sports or whatnot, I just wanted to definitely mention something that happened yesterday. Just yeah. get your thoughts on it, Devontae Adams. Oh, uh, that yeah, is a so humongous you know, play, and we yeah. were literally just talking about how yeah. like he stays now that Aaron's there. You know what I'm saying? And then so I know Aaron's like, "What the fuck." <laughs> Nah, for real, because who? Yeah. Who's that? Like, they were harping on that discrepancy from yo. But doesn't that free Devontae, up some bread that they could have to like maybe go get a little bit of a cheaper, but still sure. But wide they, receiver, they could have franchise tagged them and kept them this year, then yeah. made it something that they would really have to address next year. They yeah. could have did it like that, so he could have been on the team. Yeah, I'm just more so off. So it's gonna be interesting because yeah, you're right. You probably do free up some cap, but I think it's like future bread yeah it's not like now it's like you just gave rogers that shit it's kind of yeah. like it's still tight yeah so and he, he signed what a two-year deal or a four-year deal i think it was four rogers it yeah. was four but yeah you know um i'm interested to see that because that was his guy that was his yeah. guy and Devontae is considered by a lot of people you know the, the number the one best receiver the best in receiver league. in the league and that's arguable for sure but, you know, but I what I say to that is like the Raiders the Raiders it's big for them it's the big Raiders for them. that is a 
huge weapon for especially an already for, looking good Derek Carr. And especially for and the then, year uh, they had last year, bro. What's his that name? Um, Winslow. Yeah. On, uh, Waller. Darren right. Waller. You know what I'm saying? Like It was a whirlwind of a year last year for them. Well, D- Darren was, Waller, went, Josh Jacobs. Yeah. They got uh, other cuz. They had another... Not like you know, great wide receiver, but enough. They got Hunter Renfro. Hunter Renfro. Yeah, you gave me hits of these names. I got. Oh yeah, like these, yeah. Some Play of these. The I mean, Josh Jacobs. I think he went to Alabama, but he's been in the league for a little minute. He's and he's, now they he's got a, you know, hopefully, hopefully, who they got in position right now for their coach is you know a long term play because you know oh that yeah John, uh, that John Gruden, Gruden shit happening. Who, in the middle who finished of the, the season for them? Oh, I can't really recall, yeah. but I'm just you know that Gruden shit happening in the middle of your season. You know that shit's not the most conducive, and then nah. boom, you having your player. The, the DUI that went OD, yeah. you know, that was, right. you know, yeah, it's kind of like, you know, <laughs> yeah. they kind of had a little turbulent ass year, yeah. you know, and, um, but still made the playoffs and, still, and they were not really expected. So to, make to your playoffs. point, it's kind of like, yo, somebody get up in here and put this shit together. Like we got something. And do you here. think we're that's like, far what Devo- you think Devontae Adams makes that team like, uh, dare I say Super Bowl contender? Or, no, I don't, or, I'm not. I'm not. Conference title no, contender. I gotta I got see how the defense showing up. So yeah. I don't know about that. Oh, but, their defense was actually stout last uh, year. We're, we're, but it was stout last it's year. It's more so just the division that they're in. Yeah. So you made the right play. Yeah. You definitely got better. Yeah. But it's more so it's like, I mean, you win, you win a division with killers. So. Gotta keep it, keep it going. Who else is in that division? Is that the that's the, the, Chiefs, that's the Chiefs, the Chiefs joint Broncos, with the Broncos uh, and the um Chargers? Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's vicious. <laughs> so no, I mean they made. We were just hey, about so it's week, like you though. clap it yeah. up. It's like hey, y'all made progress. Good yeah, shit. You're yeah. Not, y'all not there yet, but good shit. This is yeah, what you, that's what you're a, supposed a, to do. That's a no. huge. Uh, that's a huge play. Yeah, man. Um, the Chargers. I think they just got Von Miller. Yep. Um, they got J.C. Jackson. So their defense is going to be stout on top of that already, you know what I'm saying, very tough offense that they had this year. Appreciate all y'all. So, um, to the IG too, man. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, man. I see my, my guy. Anybody want to shout out on there? Uh, nah, nah. Yes. Shout out my guy, Biggs. You know, program man. time. Yeah, you know the vibes, yeah. man. But we got my guy Ish in the waiting room. Yes, bro. yes. We got him. We got to take yeah, this little the, commercial the break, and then we're going to come back. Uh, sir. Ish Millie. Yes, sir, yes, sir. Make sure my vocals right. Make sure the beat right. Welcome to the fifth show. Time to cuff. Powered by It's Nation TV. Oh, no! It's Nation TV. That's why he's trying to get it live. Play, execute, have fun, dub. I can do a lot more than what I think I can. What's goody, everybody? This is Brooke Fasil, and you are now tuned into Early, the morning podcast, where we talk about a multitude of different topics, where you're bound to hear something that's of interest to you as well. So if you're watching this on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe to It's Nation TV. If you're catching this on Facebook, go ahead and like, go ahead and comment, engage with us, and you can go ahead and follow me at Brooke Fasil, and you can follow my Brody Mech at itsnation.com. Y'all know I make a lot of podcasts, and every podcast needs a website. Literally, I've tried to put all of my podcasts on one website, It's Nation TV, but I've definitely gotten to a point where I've realized that in order for each podcast to grow individually on its own, each podcast needs its own website. And the easiest way to make a website for your podcast is on podpage.com. Like, 
literally it's the easiest way to make a website for your podcast like dog i'll do it right now like literally all you got to do is go to podpage.com you know what i'm saying if you got your podcast on apple podcast you literally type the name of your podcast in you know what i'm saying you type in the email for your account and boom it literally dog i don't know how it does it it's magic it literally pulls up a bunch of different website templates from your podcast and that's not even the crazy part what's crazy is all of this is free they got different tiers they got a pro tier they got a basic tier then they got the free tier you know what i'm saying the pro tier is definitely the way to go if you if you're taking your podcast seriously but like with all of the tools that podpage.com gives you it's well worth the bread like well worth the bread that it is check the link in the description to get started with podpage.com it's literally going to be the best thing you've done for your podcast yo and we are back you got ish ready to go spring up up what up though can you hear me it's on your end bro yeah can you guys hear me it's a little low but let's hold on real quick Y'all can you hear us? Top of the top, my brothers. What's going on? Hey, All right. Well, how are you? Well, bro. Yeah, appreciate you joining. Los Angeles, California. Real mad early for me. It's about 5.35 in the morning, but you know. I'm right. Sure. That's what I was about to say. Like, appreciate you, dog. Tuning in from LA for those that don't know. You know right. what I'm saying? So I know it's it's a little early on your end, but I know, you know, hustlers always up. You know, and that's, that's what you I know, know you, you know, know, you know what want to get into that. Let them people know, you know. Who, who we got on the show today, what you've been on. Just want to give a little context. You know what I'm saying? Um, I met Ishmili, uh basically via through the IG. You know what I'm saying? Because we actually share uh, these mutual spaces and communities via way of NFTs and these crypto communities. You know what I'm saying? But without further ado, you know, I definitely want Ish to just get into like, you know what I'm saying? Who you are. Type. Yeah, man. Top of the top, man. Nice to, nice to be here. Like, you know, crypto don't sleep, so I'm always... Uh... <laughs> um, hey Brody, could you, is there any way is there any way you could talk into your mic a little closer or could you like can you guys can you guys hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you. You can hear me. Okay, good. My bad, bro. I, I could have no, you good. You're good. You're good. All right, bet. So yeah, man. I was saying, you know, 5 35 in the morning. I'm always up like iced tea, you know, <laughs> yeah, tracking my that. crypto, my investments and all that. But yeah, man, I'm I'm a I'm a blockchain guy, man. I've been in blockchain since 2017. Um, you know, my background was in influencer marketing. I've, I've worked with a lot of really, really famous dope people um, and always did something in the capacity of the blockchain with them. Um, people like the late, great Nipsey Hussle. I worked with Floyd Mayweather, DJ Khaled, and recently just became kind of like an NFT addict, um, you know, and, and I'm loving it, man. Like, you know, we just got that ApeCoin airdrop. Um, you know, I yeah, own Super right. We get, we definitely gonna get into that. We definitely gonna get into that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, I've just been, you know, I've been, I've been that someone who's been all in, like all money in with the NFT wave. And yeah, you know, and when did when did NFTs? When would you say they kind of came across your radar? Because um, I think it's coming across people's radars now, and in the last couple years, heavy, but. To my understanding, it's been around since like you know 2014, 2013. When it kind when did it kind of come across your radar? 
You know, I heard about the concept when when they, you know, what was that stuff with the cats? What was it? Um, the crypto kitties. Crypto kitties. Crypto kitties. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, you know, to me, it was all nerd talk. Like, I was like, what is this? Like, I just judged it from a surface level in terms of like the art, and it didn't resonate with me. It didn't speak with right. me on what utility was. And that must have been like back in 2017, right? Um, you know, I never heard about the crypto punks. I wish I did. Um, and, you know, I, I I basically just really got into NFTs because of callbacks. What, what I, I noticed a trend where a lot of people are changing their profile pictures to monkeys and cats and dogs and right. rooms and people were just having conversations about NFTs and NFTs and NFTs and, you know, kind of like, subconsciously forced me to listen um mm -hmm. and you know I, you know being the curious person that i am i wanted to understand why these things were rising in value and i remember i did a room on clubhouse called convince me to buy a board ape mm -hmm. and you know that was the title of the room yeah. and i i was actually being sarcastic and you know what i'm saying like so these guys came on there and started like really really pouring their heart out telling me, yo, when I bought the ape, it looked like me. Uh, you know, when I bought the ape, I felt like I was part of a brotherhood. And so I, it forced me to start to, like, look at it from a different angle. Like, you know what? This stuff really means something to these people. Maybe I can buy one and sell it to people like this. Right. You know, being a businessman. Right. And so I decided to just, you know, start tracking it. And every day the stuff kept rising in value. When I first started looking at them, it was about two weeks after the mints. Or maybe a right. couple of days after, and it went from a thousand to two thousand, three thousand. So I finally came in at about six thousand dollars and bought my first ape. Um, and then I went on Twitter, which I had no presence on, and right. posted just bought a bought ape, ape follow ape. I was just you know following the trend, right, and right, I knew right. day I had hundreds of people following me. So I was like, okay, if if these people all own a board ape and the price is $6,000. This is networking at its finest, right? I'm, I'm connecting with people who got, you know, a little bit of paper and I'm part of that community. So I kind of like fell in love with the ape at that point, you know, changed my profile picture to it. It was just a flex. I got yeah. a $6,000 profile picture. And then I, I bought know. another one because the intention was I'll keep one and I'll sell one. And I got both of them till today. <laughs> there you go. Um, I want to definitely take it a little even kind of not even going back, but right in the midst of it, bro. Like one thing that I see, one thing that you, uh, you really be standing on, you try to make sure like a lot of this information isn't too technical for people. And like one thing you try to be like, like yo, if you have some type of intention, you want to get in here, you don't need to be a developer. You don't need to be somebody that has some type of web three background. And I always seem like, it seems like you always trying to emphasize like the easiest bridge to getting into the spaces. Cause I also know you have your NFT masterclasses and you also have like a lot of other, like, um, you know, consultancy as a, pertains to like just dropping gems for people that want to be entrepreneurs. So when I'm touching that, can you talk about more so how you go about generating an actual passive income through these digital products and then how the NFTs have started to make you um, be like, wow, you know, now I can start offering education to a whole another sector type thing. No, I'll keep it a buck. I've made millions from NFTs and, and, and you know, I'm very blessed to be in this situation, especially for someone who didn't have an NFT a year ago. Right. Right. Um, you know, I, I currently own about 2,000 
500 NFTs. I've done my own job. <laughs> um, I've worked on 31 sold out projects as an advisor and investor in some capacity. And, you know, I just noticed that the disconnect was just, you know, it was a bunch of nerds that felt like gatekeepers. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it was like, if you weren't one of them, you weren't part of it. It was kind of like high schoolish. Yeah. So mm -hmm. NFTs like really, really took off on Clubhouse and then Twitter spaces came around. And so a lot of people didn't have a voice. Like they won't let you speak. You know, you couldn't ask questions. It was just a bunch of guys just talking this gibberish amongst themselves. And I was like, man, I got to get to it, man. Like me and Nipsey used to talk about the blockchain and RIP Nip. Nip always used to emphasize how important it was for people of color. Um, to be involved, right? That was his message about this. Like, this is going to liberate us. This is going to give us an opportunity to re really leave that mantra, fuck the middleman, right? So, you know, I guess, you know, for me, that really, really resonated with me because I felt like, you know, I have a cell phone, right? This is my cell phone. I don't even know how to use this stuff like to its full capacity. Right. I definitely don't understand how this works. Right now we're on StreamYard, I'm able to use the technology, but I don't understand the architecture of it. Right. So why focus on the architecture instead of the application? And so that's my that's my mindset when it comes to like technology. I feel like this is not just a technology. This is also a booming emerging asset class. And if people felt like it was too complicated, if it wasn't digestible, then they wouldn't be interested in it. And I knew that that right. was going to, um, you know, not be the right approach. So. My, I've always emphasized making it very digestible. So, you know, we have a bunch of products. Like I have NFC Masterclass, which I now give away for free if you own a Rich Ape, which is an NFC project that I'm, you know, that I launched, um, that people, there was a high demand for it. Because the way we packaged that was you buy the Masterclass, you get a free NFC. Some people bought it just because of the free NFC. And that right. NFC was a derivative of one of my bought apes. So, and, you know, people liked it aesthetically. Um, I collaborated with a lot of people um, in the space that I felt knew more than me. Some I felt like I knew more than them. I never looked at anyone as competition, bro. I, I always felt like it was collaboration over competition. And I, you know, I was on a mission to kind of like onboard people in the space. And I'm still on that mission, um, you know, because it's, it's, it's done very well for me. And I feel 100%. like... Everyone is into it. You got any? Yeah, everyone can can be in a position to make a lot of money with Web three. It's it's liberating, man. Yeah, Hell yeah, for sure. And I, I kind of want to touch on, uh, you know, Brooke was saying, yeah, you don't necessarily have to be a developer and everything like that. So you said you have a background in digital marketing, right? In digital marketing. Then I started doing influencer marketing. Specifically. Okay, so how? how did the skills that you have before you encountered NFTs and blockchain and Web3 and everything like that, how did the skills that you had, whether it's from digital marketing or anything that you did prior, like how did that line up so well that you could find success in this space? So quickly, because you said, bro, you didn't own an NFT, what, a year ago? Is that all what right, you said? Right. Well, I mean, the first, the first time I, I decided... I was going to get involved with NFTs was when I read the headline about Beepo doing $69 million. Okay. Oh my God. Yo, that's, that's crazy. Cause that was Isn't like, that was like hell? eight months ago. That right, was not right. long ago at all. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And then yeah. I think in the same week I read about the NBA doing $250 million in revenue from, uh, oh, top shot, yeah. from top shots. 
So, you know, from my background doing influencer marketing, I had a, a working relationship and, a, you know, and a friendship with Floyd Mayweather. Mm -hmm. So I immediately started brainstorming. How do we get Floyd involved? Floyd is clearly a legend. Um, right. You know, if the NBA can do 250 million, uh, I'm sure we could do some damage with Floyd. So yeah, I put right. together, you know, a deal where, you know, we got Floyd involved and we did his first NFT project. And that was kind of like a learning curve for me. That was part of the early part of the learning curve for me. Because my assumptions were, if, you, if you're famous and you have a large following on social media, it would translate into NFT activations and, and mints. And, you know, I learned quickly that, you know, there, there are four layers to an NFT project being successful. You need the art. You need the community, keyword community. Um, you need the, the, you know, the blockchain side of it, you know, the smart contract and all that good stuff. And then you also need, you know, marketing, right? You need to market what you're selling. And, you know, if all those four components aren't in sync, then there's conflict. Like when we did the first Floyd drop, we had issues with the smart contract, right? That wasn't my fault. That wasn't Floyd's fault, right? Um, when we did the second drop, which was more of a generative drop, we had issues with community, right? So, you know, all this was just all, you know, it, it was like a new slate. You had to relearn things that you learned in Web2 when it came to Web3. So a lot of those skill sets did help me, but I would say that I had to relearn a lot of things. And that's dope. I mean, so I, I wasn't the guy on Discord. I wasn't the guy on Discord. You know what I'm saying? Till today, I'm not comfortable with Discord. I didn't have a Twitter account. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I, 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 I didn't know any Web3 developers, so... You know, we went with what we had, and you know, so Wait, it was so like if you didn't have any of these socials back then. How were you doing your networking? How were you? How were you? You know, meeting people, and I know you said Clubhouse, right? But were there any other ways? You know, when we the first thing we did when we did the 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 Floyd Mayweather um, generative drop was we leveraged an existing community. So what we did was we actually went out there and looked for a community that already had people that are bought NFTs, knew what a MetaMask was and all that good stuff, right? So we basically connected with this community called Bulls on the Block. And that was that was the leverage that helped us accelerate that, right? Um, and yeah, I was, I was networking. I was networking with people on Clubhouse. You know, I was like a fly on the wall, just soaking up knowledge, man. Um, you know, I became very curious about it. And, and then I started asking people, what NFT should I buy? And, you know, people that I felt had the knowledge, some of them just gave me bullshit advice and some of them gave me solid advice. Uh, and when we sold out the Floyd drop, people started reaching out to me to advise them on projects. And that's mm. how I started becoming an advisor um, right. and just, you know, applying some of the mistakes that I made um, so that they could avoid them. Yeah. And then I just got better and better and I'm still learning. Now that's dope, bro. So like, and one thing I wanted to ask too is, um, so in the midst of all of this, and when you actually buy your board eight, do you buy it fully with the intent? You know exactly what you can do at that IP. So like when you buy your board ape, are you already thinking of how you're going to extend that brand to further brands and NFT drops? Or is this something that comes along the line? And now when you're looking at the space at large, you're like, oh, this is something that I'm capable of. This is what I'm able to do. So I might as well do it because, and then from there, I do want you to just segue into the Rich Apes drop and definitely right. let people know exactly what the Rich Apes collection is as well. And the Smoking Apes, how they're examples of derivatives of that board ape uh, 
project, but you have the rights to do that. So now you're literally capitalizing and taking advantage of the utility aspects of the NFT. So could you talk about that process? Literally, you getting that board ape and realizing, oh, I got this IP to make shit shake. So when I bought the board apes, I think I bought them on June. Um, I, I can't remember the specific date. Maybe June first last year was right. when I bought the first one. My intent was solely to flip it. Like this was a big deal for me. Spending six thousand dollars for a JPEG was <laughs> right. kind of like you know it was kind of like extreme, right? <laughs> and so I'm thinking, okay, now you, know, you be wait. dropping that six k every it other day. Extreme, yeah, <laughs> you I be dropping I that six k every other day on the train. Something you never done. I wish I spent. I would have found the point. <laughs> But yeah, when I spent that six thousand for the first board eight, my intention was, man, if I can just sell this thing for ten thousand, twelve thousand, I came up, I doubled up, right? Right. And, you know, I, you know, I'd heard about the utilities, but I didn't see anyone applying that. I didn't see no one out there taking full advantage of the commercial rights, right? At that time, you know, you know, I, I saw people making like one-on-one -on -one derivatives on some show-off type shit. Like, look at what I made, you know. Um, I made this for you type of thing. I never saw anyone apply that on a commercial level. Um, and so I just never really thought much about it. But, you know, because I was very transparent about my journey, I remember the first time I put up a survey and I was like, I just spent $6,000 on, I just spent $12,000 on these monkeys. Y'all think I'm a visionary or y'all think I'm crazy? And <laughs> I promise you 97% of the feedback was you're crazy. I started thinking I was fucking crazy. <laughs> so, Damn, no bullshit. So, nah, no, no bullshit. That's how I feel. Yeah, so so bottom line was, you know, I just my intent was to flip them. And when it got to the point where I reached the point where I could flip them, I was sort of like emotionally connected to them. I just felt like, man, this is <laughs> this didn't feel right to sell them. I was like, yo, right. this stuff is, you know, and and at that time I was already embedded in the community. I, I was I was reading up about what the value Boy, I'm gonna say I'm sure the value is still rising. Right. Bro. <laughs> it's like, going. It's, it's, it's worth going. keeping. You know what I'm saying? It's right. just you know, it's more, more valuable. What do I have to lose? Exactly. Like, what do I have to lose? So, it, then what happened was it came out with the mutant apes. I remember when that happened. When they were like, I just read a text. It was a tweet from Yuga Labs that said, "Fuck it, mutant this weekend, serum this weekend, or some shit like that." And I was like, "What is that?" Serum. <laughs> and it flew from like 20 ETH to like. I think it was like 30 ETH in one weekend. But prior to that, yeah. I convinced a friend of mine to buy a board ape at 4 ETH. And his name is Zuby. And I was like, Zuby, you got to get in. I spent four days convincing him to buy a board ape. So he bought one and he sold it at 9 ETH, went to Miami, rented a yacht, made $16,000 in profit. And I, I remember feeling like, man, am I being dumb? Why don't I just take the money and run? Right, like, right. Why am I still holding right. on to this? You know what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? Like, Zuby regrets that till today. That's probably the worst mistake he ever made. But cut the long story short, um, you know, I kept the board apes. I got the mutant apes. I, I was lucky enough. I got an M2 serum and an M3. Um, and you know what I mean? Like, no, M2 and an M1, excuse me. Um, I was like, M3? Oh, you got yeah, legendary got status. Hold on. <laughs> I got an M1 and an M2, excuse me. Okay. Um, it's been a while. Um, so cut the long story short. I saw the value of the utilities, right? And, you know, financially at least, right? And I got a lot of clout from owning board apes, not just one, but two. So I didn't want to lose that status. You know what I'm saying? Because, right. right. you know, it, it made you look kind of like, oh, you saw something coming when right. really all I did was take a chance. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a friend of mine, I, I've never met this guy so today, 
um, just like I've never met Brooke or whatever. I met a lot of people online that I've never met in person, and right. we built real friendships. His name is Humble Living Art Projects. He's out of Connecticut. Okay. He would always send me, you know, NFCs that he made for me. Like mm -hmm. some of them will be my picture. And one day he made one of my ape, and I was like, you know what? This is ugly, bro. What are you doing? <clears throat> so I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'm going to help you with the art direction. Why don't you do this and do that? And I was like, okay, bet. How many of this can you make for me in three days? True story. And wow. he was like, how many do you need? I was like, can you make me 100? He goes, give me five days. I was like, you know what? We're going live tomorrow. But the moment you make it, we're going live. And I hit up Brooke. True story. Brooke is right there. Yep. And I was yep. like, Brooke, I need a website. I'm going live today. I didn't, bro, I didn't I have no Discord. Same I have, day. I didn't have a Twitter. I didn't give a fuck. I was like, what do I have to lose? I own the IP. I can do this, right? Let's <laughs> have fun. So we had the art. You know, I worked out a payment with him. I paid Brooke for the website. And I put it on Rarible. I minted it myself. And Rarible started having glitches. People couldn't mint. And I promise you, I sold 86 smoking apes at the pre-sale, it was 0.2. Hands to hand, I mean, people had to send me the Ethereum, then I had to send them the apes. And bro, that's what I knew it was real. I sold out the 100. I was number one in Rarible for the sales, um, yeah, the first yeah, sale. And I, you know, I did the public sale at 0.3, sold another 435. This was like a month or two ago, right? Like 60 days ago. And did about $450,000 in revenue. Um, spent $0 in marketing. And part of the roadmap was you guys are going to get a free NFT called the Rich Apes. Because I had the domain name. So I found another artist to make the Rich Apes another derivative. And right now we've sold about $1,550 out of $4,444. All organic. Um, made over $250,000. Talking about that sweepstakes too, man. Look, yeah. two ETH reward. So, so the marketing strategy behind the rich apes is, you know, NFCs have made me a lot of money, and I wanted to give back. So, in the collection, there are fifty gold apes, and if you mint some of them, not all of them, um, we're paying people as much as two ETH as an instant reward. We've paid out four of them. There's still six left. So, if you mint one of the gold ones that we're looking for, you keep the ape. You keep all the benefits. Um, the gold apes, all of them come with access to a, a community called Goldfinger. They give you a $2,000 membership for free because you have a gold ape. And, you know, you if you have the right one, you get two Ethereum. And then we added another 24 that are left in the collection where you get 0.25 Ethereum instantly. So we just wanted to make it fun for people, reward people for taking action. This is not one of those drops that I intend to sell out Im immediately. Because it's right. really a tool to onboard new people in the space. Mm -hmm. And the utilities are phenomenal. Like, we have weekly crypto classes. Um, you know, we, we not just NFT classes. We're teaching people about yield farming, staking. Tonight, we have a class with a CPA talking about how to set up your structure, your business structure. And, huh. you know, um, we've had people teach us how to leverage NFTs, like borrow against your portfolio, oh, man, buy so. more NFTs. So... For me, I feel like if you provide good value, in no time we're going to sell that out. Um, you know, I'm kind of bothered we haven't sold it out, but I'm not tripping, bro. It's a marathon, you know? Hell yeah. Facts. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Nah, it's facts. So, I guess, um, 
what are the most important things when you're when you're counseling some of these celebrities on their nft drops and all right let's 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 rewind a little bit i know i wanted to pinpoint something that you said when you said you did the first one with uh foy mayweather and in that you realized there was some things that you you know what i'm saying kind of had to learn um i want to know what you learned from that and what you kind of realize now that you've done so many you know what i mean what are some of the most important things to consider when doing an NFT release so that you can have success with it? Well, I mean, the most important thing is just being tapped in with the community, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, people really don't care if you're a legend like Floyd, if you're an I was about to say, like, how does a nigga like Floyd or somebody like, you know what I'm saying, Trey Songs or something, like, how do they have time to be tapped in with like the discords and all that yeah, type of shit? Like, so in Floyd's situation, Floyd wasn't involved as much as yeah. we expected. And, and that's understandable. That's Floyd Mayweather, goddammit. Right. You know what I mean? That's a legend. Right. And, well, a billionaire athlete. So, you know, the assumption that Floyd would come out and hang out in the Discord was unrealistic in the first place, right? Right. But I think <clears throat> now Floyd himself understands that this stuff is here to stay. When we did the Trey Songz drop, it was done through Binance, and that was done overseas. Like, no one in the U.S. could actually access that NFC. Um, mm. So that was a different scenario. Um, Binance did all the marketing and, you know, part of the way the NFC was structured was, you know, there's some experiences a handful of people get to have access to trade. Um, and so generally speaking, bro, I try to stay away from celebrity drops. I try to use celebrities oh, okay. as okay. part of the community, not just doing an NFC centered around an individual. It, it really is, isn't Web 3.0 friendly to do it that way. Um, I think people want to be in Web3. There's a mantra which is community over anybody, like, no one really yeah. gives a fuck about who you are. Um, that's really interesting because I yeah. feel like early on, um, that's something that me and you had talked about. We had noticed, I remember when the weekend had that drop 100%. on Nipsey Gateway, yeah. we kind of just were like, like, not that we're huge fans of the weekend, but we were like, oh, like, this should blow up because right. it's the weekend, right? You know what I mean? Exactly, it did not. It was definitely, I think it was uh, ASAP Rocky or Travis Scott, yeah, or one of them like, had another joint, and yeah. it was like. Oh, this should go up just because of who it is, and it did not. You know, what I'm I was saying? definitely going to say it was definitely through Nifty Gateway drops, and I ain't gonna lie, like I, Nifty Gateway was the platform that I seen literally had was in the lead and literally tricked off their lead because they just saturated it over yeah, and over. Celebrity, celebrity drop, celebrity drop, celebrity drop. Meanwhile, if you tapped into the community and you actually look at the art that's actually coming from a lot of these artists, like yo, this shit's actually way better. And what people actually did in the community is like yo. Let's just put that shit on the pedestal. Let's put that on the platform because y'all already got this clout in this Web2 space. So right. like, and then when it came over to here, it's like, yo, everybody was just seeing the type of time that people were putting in these spaces. And like, yo, I don't see you guys here. You guys just come yeah, in I when think, you got an NFT drop. So I, think, I could definitely see how, um, how like that sentiment started to just build from there. But yo, bro, I wanted to, I definitely wanted to touch on this ape coin, yo. This shit kind of crazy. I want to know how you and overall too, because I know you came into the even the the clone X on the back end when they revealed, and then you got that box drop and all these. How you feel about all these drops that these projects are just giving? They like, yo, you don't you don't gotta go nowhere, you don't gotta sell nothing. We we got you, we gonna give you this bread. Just hold that NFT, we're gonna throw you this money. Like, how you feel about this shit? Because I think this shit is fucking. Nuts! Think this shit, you niggas getting airdropped whole homes. 
in the night. <laughs> he <laughs> feel me? So like, how, how you how you feeling about this eight coin, man? Well, I just looked it up right now. I just got $333,600 for free. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, that's what my wallet is looking like right now. So yeah. how do you think I feel about it? I mean, I feel really good about it. I feel like it's, it's, <laughs> the, it's the power of Web 3.0. Um, it, it's a two-way thing. It's, you know, not only is ApeCoin um, the value going up, but the community is going to reward them for, for, for taking care of the community, for sure. I mean, look at what Nike did with, with Artifact Studios. They they bought Artifact Studios. They came out with an airdrop for Conex holders. And, you know, they've made about $4.7 million in, in royalties from that. Um, so the point is, you know, this is a trend that's going to keep happening. Um, ApeCoin just took it to a different level, brother. Like, they got, I mean, I'm talking about, I have two bought apes and a mutant ape. So I was able to claim, was it twenty two thousand two hundred forty um, ape coins? Right now the price mm -hmm. is fifteen dollars. You know, it's over three hundred thirty three thousand um, dollars. Real money that I can liquidate right now. Mm -hmm. um, right. You know, for me, that's a lot of fucking bread. That's a a third of a milli. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, yeah. so you know, that's life changing money for a lot of people. Um, and it's, 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 it's a testimony to how amazing Web 3.0 is. And I think that ApeCoin, um, with, the, with the roadmap and the utilities that they have laid out, um, virtual land and games and just overall being the coin for the ecosystem for BAYC, we now also own CryptoPunks and MeBits and, you know, and coming out with other projects, obviously. Um, I think that this is going to be a blue chip. It's it's already like as of yesterday, <clears throat> it was number forty nine on, on Coin Market Cap in Damn. terms of you know valuation. Yeah, market cap um, valuation. So I mean, for a coin on day one to be number forty nine, um, that's crazy. With a company that's less than a year old, you know, the sky's the limit, bro. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. It's yeah, exciting and, things, know, man. One hundred percent, bro. We live in history. We in the what you saying, bro? I always tell people this is the largest transfer of wealth that we'll definitely experience in our lifetime. Um, maybe more will come, but for now, um, if you're not getting these airdrops, if you're not, you know, making NFT money, it's really a symptom of you not positioning yourself right. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Um, and that comes from you dismissing the opportunity, like, oh, this right. is not this is some nerd stuff, or uh, I don't want I'm I'm too stupid. People tell themselves this in their own head. I'm too stupid yeah. to understand what's going on. Well, I'll tell right. you, that's a lie. Because if you're smart enough to be able to access this content on YouTube, you're smart enough to be able to go on Instagram and send a DM, you can mint an NFC. You can buy an NFC. 100%. You just need to get over your own head and get involved. You got to be comfortable being uncomfortable. I mean, everything has a learning curve. And I feel like this is life-changing science, man. Like We've never seen a technology that we benefited from instantly like this before. 100%. Bro, you're speaking like straight facts. Like, yeah. nah, you're right, bro. It's um something you just got to get into. And everything has that kind of like uncomfortable moment where you just don't get it. You just got to stick with it. Well, I, I guess that kind of begs another question for you. Like, do you feel like you're still learning in this space? Do you feel like well, you got yeah. it under control? Like, do you feel like how long of a time mm -hmm. did you, how long of a time were you going through that confusion phase? 
Man, I'm still learning every day, bro. I have to call someone yesterday, be like, how do I claim my ape coin? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not in my MetaMask. Oh, you got to import the smart, the smart. Bro, I'm learning every day. I'm yeah, bro, yeah. I'm an older guy. I'm not like some 20-year-old guy out here. Like, right. but to me, a lot of this stuff is foreign to me. So, but I'm I'm in, you know, I'm shit. You know what's one thing about web people is they can't ban me. I'm here. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's how they eat. I, I'm working on so many other things that I need technical assistance on. Like I own the domain name Afrobeat.io. We're trying to create a music marketplace um, for the Afrobeat genre, which is probably the number one type of music being released right now. And I can't do that by myself. I'm learning, you know. Right. Um, you know, in my community, we have about 2,200 people in Discord. I have people helping me. I have community managers. I have, you know, that's the beautiful thing about the community aspect of it is now you're around, you have the proximity of being around like-minded people with right. different knowledge levels. And, you know, you can ask questions without feeling like people are judging you. You know what I mean? Right. So, you know, that's the cool thing about this space is, you know, you you don't have to know it all. No right. one knows. Everyone is still learning. The board apes are still learning. 100%, yeah, bro. Nah, that's that's the life mentality to have for sure, man. For sure, for yeah. sure. I mean, no Couldn't one no one is a know-it-all. Anyone who knows it all should be a billionaire by now. And I don't know too many billionaires yet from NFC. Yeah. A lot of niggas capping. A lot of capping there. Yeah, it's a lot of guys <laughs> like to show off their technical knowledge and, you know, nerd flex. Yeah. Interesting to see, like, uh, how this how this space continues to progress, you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, man, don't want to take up too much of your time, bro. Appreciate yeah, my you, man uh, tapped in early out. LA, yeah, man. 607 AM. Yeah, like I know a lot of y'all still sleep on so the that west means coast. You've been up since like five because <laughs> right. we've been all here for like an hour. <laughs> right. yeah, you know crypto don't sleep. Yeah, hey, bro. Anything you like, can you tell the people where they could follow you, what they should be tapped into in terms of the projects and all of that, man? Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm you know, I'm Ishmili on all the social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram. Um, but yo, I really feel like every single person who watches this should definitely join the Rich Apes community. That's okay. Rich Apes or Club. It's not a shill. It's just a fact. It's real value. If we look at what the Bored Apes did, I feel like they set a template that we can replicate. And yeah. I'm going to say it on record, man. They're not cooler than us, right? Hey. They're not cooler than us. They might be technically smarter, but we can copy reverse engineer every technical thing they've done because it's on the blockchain. So my vision is to build a community where we get richer together with knowledge and applying knowledge. And we're already on our way. Um, we, we're going to run those laps. You know, right now we're still community building. Um, you know, we would love to sell out every single rich ape out there. There's only 4,444 in the collection. Um, they look better than the board apes and the derivatives of board apes, you know, and I feel like we give more value than any NFC project out there. The fact that we have weekly weekly classes, we've done two live events in Miami. We're going to keep doing more. Um, I'm thinking about putting together some type of virtual conference just to give it more pump and more right. utility. Um, and I'm just not going to stop, bro. Like, I'm going to still be here. I plan on making billions in this space. I know you guys right. are doing the same. And I feel like, you know what, we're very, very, very early. We're still in roll call, bro. And 100%. You know, <laughs> hey, bro, so, I was gonna say too. So, you're gonna be down there, NFT Miami, and the Bitcoin events, and all that. I should be down there. I was gonna see if you, yeah, I'm speaking, I'm speaking at NFT Miami. Okay, uh, look, 
Yeah, so I was I was fortunate enough to be listed as a speaker. Um, and in October, I'm going to be organizing my own NFC conference called the NFC Conference. Yeah, yeah, yep, remember you know that. I mean? yep. so, yeah, we, we're here, man. Like, this is what I'm married to this game, man. Yeah, <laughs> get it, bro. Let's go. Yeah, so wait, one last time because I definitely need to check those rich apes out. It's richapes.io. It's richapes.club, but richapes.io should get you there as well. Richapes.club. Rich you know how to do that site. You know how to yeah, check out that site, get a little right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going <laughs> to see what those other rich apes is talking about, bro. Hey, bro, you might get a gold community. joint. Yeah, get the two yeah, real quick. Get a two-y two for sure. breakfast, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, not? man. Again, bro, like, really appreciate you coming through, bro. Yeah, and um, definitely hope to see you out there in Bitcoin, Miami. You know what I mean? Yeah, for um, sure, for sure. I'm saying have another conversation. Miami's my second home, man. Yeah, <laughs> no. yeah he really be out there. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, bro. Right, yeah appreciate you, bro. We're going to tap bro. in. Yeah, Peace, man. bro. Have a good one. All right, brother. Yo, that was Ish Millie, yeah, yo. Man. That was a great conversation. Yeah, too. man. A lot of insight, bro. Um, tap into that link, like y'all. Tap into that link when that shit like drop that. after the show. Yeah, bro. for sure. Get a goldie, yeah. That's 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 the plan. Yeah, point point zero seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. Could get two eat though. Yeah, <laughs> let's get it. Um, yeah, man. Uh, nah, I love this episode. Yeah, <laughs> Great episode. Yeah, you know what I'm tell you, bro. Uh, Sometimes yeah, it's like because again, I love that Ishmaeli came onto the show because a lot of people feel as if they have to be some Web three wizard or just like, yo, bro, I'm we're technically advanced and shit like that. And it's like, no, bro. If you're trying to make some shit shake, mm -hmm. if you are somebody that likes to look for opportunities for yourself, then you may find it within this space and you might find that it's like something that actually appeals to what it is that you actually want to do. Yeah. And that's why I'm, I'm more so speak to the content creators and the community builders. But even for the speculators as well, man, make sure you dive into something before you have an opinion on it, because it might be something that could like, you know, really elevate you in whatever yeah. way you're trying and, to be and, elevated and honestly man. in ways that you couldn't even like fathom a hundred percent nobody like could have airdrop bro come on bro uh, and then ape coins and then all these like extra you know what i'm saying like you no know one could have even imagined it's, that it's so, crazy like, it's, it's crazy. very interesting like like we always say like it's a space that rewards you for being in it you know what 100%. I mean? so, that's very dope but uh yeah man a uh, nice long week not long weekend but a nice weekend ahead of right, us that I, you right. know what i'm saying looking forward to just chilling you got anything special going on yeah man actually you know i actually about to hit up my boy he actually just shout out my boy evan katradis he just made his own batch of wine oh, i just word. seen the the bottle and it looks fire yeah. actually yeah he was actually hitting me today want to see if i wanted to stop by and try some yeah. so about to try something yeah. what, what kind of wine is it dina um, like a red, it's, like a it's, white, it's a red, red, oh, okay. Sauvignon, Sauvignon, Sauvignon. That's Sauvignon. my shit. Sauvignon. That's my go-to. Yeah, that's my go-to. Yeah, uh -huh. love, love a Cabernet Sauvignon. Yeah, man, <laughs> they got some like some grease type of like artistic attributes. Yeah, label level, you know, because he's Greek, so it looks yeah. fire. About to see what's good with that. Um, a little wine tasting. Yeah, man. About to <laughs> about to get about to tap in. Have a, I got another meeting today? Yeah. Um. Yeah, man, it's gonna it's gonna be good. Definitely doing a lot of yeah, plugging. Sure. I think we got some good people. weather yeah. coming this weekend yeah, too. Man. So yeah, sure. definitely looking forward to it, man. But um, I guess we'll see y'all next week. You yeah, know man, what I'm saying? Early Until then, everybody have a good weekend and a good week ahead. We'll see y'all on Friday early at eight o'clock. Early. early.